0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Dog Called Diversity today. This week, I am dropping a solo podcast and the inspiration came from my trip. So I am fresh back from Singapore and also Sydney. I've been away for two and a half weeks, which feels like too long to be away from my family my husband, my two boys, and the dog and the cat. So it's really nice to be home, even though I got to meet and see and hug so many people that I love and miss. But why am I doing a solo podcast? Well, during my trip in Singapore, I met my friend Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Thanks for the inspiration. And she really wanted to know about my trip to Palm Springs in March. And so I thought, what a good inspiration for a podcast episode. And, you know, it fits with the theme of diversity and inclusion, because one of the reasons I went is that I wanted to uh, challenge my thinking, be inspired, really, you know, open my thinking up to the world. And I think travel does that. Um, and particularly the US is generally a place that really challenges your confidence and, and makes you want to be more confident and more optimistic. So, so that's what I'm going to talk about today. So I thought I'd start by sharing why I went on this trip to Palm Springs and um, a little bit about the experience of being in Palm Springs. Um, I actually went to a conference. So I'll tell you about the, the sessions that I loved and maybe those that were less helpful And then I thought I might finish with my key takeaways. Uh, Because, you know, when you invest in a trip, like going to the Palm Springs, it is expensive. So um, you do want to be able to come away with some really tangible learnings, which I certainly did. So let's get started. So why did I go to Palm Springs? So It was a conference or a get together with some other women, mainly from Australia, uh, from a, I guess, a mastermind group called Her Empire Builder. And I joined Her Empire Builders in April 2022, so just over 12 months ago. Um, And I joined around the time I'd left my corporate job. And I realized that I wanted to have other people around me in a community around me. You know, when you work for a big company, that's already built in for you. You know, you make friends and connections through work. But I knew that when I left that, that organization, I wasn't going to have that community anymore. And I'd also just moved to New Zealand and I had very few friends here. So it was really important to me to have I guess, some women around me who I could be inspired by and who I could learn from. So that's why I joined her Empire Builder. um, And it was a really great decision. Uh, Tina Tower, who runs my Empire Builder, runs retreats for members. And so the Palm Springs uh, retreat was one of those. I'd never been to Palm Springs. I always thought It looked really exciting and different and interesting, and I love the architecture there. So it was kind of a no-brainer when it came up. I was like, I really want to do that, and how could I make that happen? So I had been thinking that I had a special birthday coming up, and perhaps the experience of going to this retreat or conference could be my special birthday present, um, which is what ended up happening so I did turn 50 in March and I feel a little in denial because I feel younger than that I just feel like that number doesn't represent who I am, how I feel uh even my body yeah I just don't I just don't feel like I'm 50 but then I'll meet someone younger than that. I might meet a 20-year-old and I follow lots of 30-year-olds on TikTok. And yeah, I'm I'm not 30 and I'm not 20. So anyway, it was a really great thing to do um, to have an experience uh, for my birthday. So late February, I boarded a flight and headed off to Palm Springs. Um, so let me tell you a bit about that experience about being in Palm Springs. So I was so looking forward to it because the weather was supposed to be really warm. They're heading into the summer in the U S um, and maybe you don't realize, but in New Zealand over summer, we didn't have much of a summer. We had lots of rain, we had flooding twice, and we had a cyclone, um, I was very lucky that where we live in Auckland, we were not really affected by any of that too much. Um, uh, but still it was I was really looking forward to being somewhere warm and dry. Unfortunately, uh, it was unseasonably cold in uh, California when I was there. There was actually snow around palm springs and and the hotel that we stayed in, you could see, The snow on the mountains, which was very unusual for that kind of year, Uh, so that was the first thing I was looking forward to. A summer, still didn't get the summer, but it was still a really lovely place to be. And the pool at the hotel was heated, so yay for that. The other thing that made the experience really great is that there were twenty women who had come along as well, mainly from Australia, as I said, and. I had seen many of these women online. I'd met a couple in person because I went to a one day session with her Empire Builder in December last year. But, you know, we all know how amazing it is to meet people in person and to see them in person and to sit with them and learn from them. So that was a really fantastic part of the conference as well. Um, before I get into talking about some of the sessions, I found myself in a position where I didn't feel super well. I guess during the whole time I was there, and I thought it was just—I thought it was just me—and maybe I wasn't enjoying the the content. Um, of course, it turned out later that I was getting COVID, um, <laughs> but that was really interesting. I was—I was wondering what what was wrong with me, um, off you know, through most of the sessions. So there you go, my first travel post-COVID, and you get COVID. (laughs) So let me tell you a bit about some of the sessions that were part of the conference. So there are a number of different things that we did as a group, so I'm not going to talk about all of those, but I'll talk about some of the key ones. And, you know, I pretty much loved most of the sessions. There was only maybe one that really didn't resonate with me and I actually had to have a chat to myself without keeping an open mind going into that session. So, But the sessions that I really enjoyed and got a lot out of, the first one was a session run by Dr. Lucy Burns. Um, So if you don't know Dr. Lucy, she has a business called Real Life Medicine which focuses on low-carb eating, uh, hypnotherapy, Uh, and some other things to help people with healthy weight loss. She runs the business with Dr. Mary Barson, who I met in December last year. They're just incredible women, and they have built a really successful online business. Lucy was able to share, I guess, some of the uh, things that they tried, some of the things they experimented with, uh, and then some of the things that really worked for them in their business. So it was kind of like lifting up the hood of a car and seeing how that business worked. Um, you know, and of course, they shared things that didn't work as well. And that's really useful. So I'll put the link, I'm going to put the link to all the all the speakers I enjoyed um, in the show notes, if you want to go and have a, a bit more of a look. Uh, but that was a really great session to kick off with. We also learned from a woman called Courtney Tarrant. So she's based in the US and has a business helping people with their brand and advertising their businesses as well. I'm not going to explain that. I didn't explain that well at all. I'm going to turn to the pages. So uh, Courtney is the co-owner of the Ad Girls and they help businesses uh, create ads online um, that really represent their brand and help those businesses grow. So um, that was a really interesting session as well. the The third session that I loved and has been super super helpful was with Christina Lankowski. So Christina runs a business. She's also in the US on helping um, thought leaders, authors, I guess business leaders get on on podcasts and she runs a really successful business and her session was sharing how can you as a business owner get on other people's podcasts. And I've had a little go at trying to do this and I thought it would be easy and it's just not. And so she had, she shared quite a good formula to approach other podcasts, to think about what topics you might talk about that relate to that podcast um, and how to follow up and actually get people to be, I guess, to contact you. Um, Since that session, I've managed to get on quite a number of podcasts and so I really loved her approach. Um, It was super helpful to me to learn how to get on other people's podcasts. So uh, that was a massive win. I was so glad to be part of that session. The other sessions that were great, so Tina Tower did a session on her her next launch. So uh, in her business, she teaches how to do limited launch periods for selling online courses. Um, I have followed quite a number of those techniques when I'm selling my course, six weeks to get started in diversity and inclusion. And what was great about Tina's session is she was trying a few new things. So she was sharing with us, new ways, I guess, to attract audiences, to engage audiences and get them to come and buy your product. So that was really helpful to see what she was trying. And actually, I was just in a session last week where she shared how that went. So we we kind of saw, yeah, what we think we're going to do and then how it actually went. So that was really useful. Uh, the other session that was really great was with Jen Bowers so Jen Bowers runs I guess an online uh, a branding business but also uh, a business to help women probably in their late 40s early 50s really uh, have confidence and really show up as who they are and Jen told her own personal story so um, that was really fantastic. Um, So apart from, I guess, those conference sessions, there was also the opportunity to meet with Tina Tower and to have a short coaching session, uh, which was super helpful. And I'm going to talk about that towards the end. Um, There were also some sessions where you could uh, sit at different tables with people and go deep on on their area of expertise. So things you, you couldn't find out when they were talking to you on stage. But you could actually ask um, more questions in an intimate session, I guess, at a round table. So they were great. I would say the only thing um, that I didn't enjoy so much was learning about there was a, a workshop on human design. So human design is a tool to help you understand your behavior and other people's behaviour with the the view is if we understand each other better, then we can get on better and we can achieve more things together. Uh, And I think my main problem with that session was the actual tool. Um, It was a very long session. It's quite a complicated tool. um, And it doesn't really have a robust research base. And I really struggled with that. In all the work I've done in, in large organizations over the years, you're trying to build credibility. If you work in a, in a HR role, building credibility and trust is one of the most important things. And so when you introduce tools to help people understand themselves and understand others, you want them to be robust. You want them to stand on their own. You want them to have a really strong evidence-based background. And for me, that tool just didn't have that and it was really hard to stay focused even though I'd had a chat to myself about have an open mind. Um, I just I didn't enjoy learning about that tool. Uh, it felt just a bit less useful, that one. Of course, with any kind of good conference or gathering, there were some lovely opportunities to have dinners and meet with other people. I think the standout one was we uh, got on the Palm Springs tramway and it went right up the hill and uh, there was still snow all over the hill, even though it's supposed to be warm. Um, And we had a dinner at the top of this mountain, which was, which was really incredible. Yeah. So I guess the most important thing is like, what did I take away and um what am I going to implement what did I learn uh and one of the activities we did right at the end was defining what our top five I guess takeaways actions learnings from the conference were so I'm going to talk you through my top five and the first one came out of a really short coaching conversation with Tina Tower and I was talking about my revenue target, uh, for this year. And then where I was currently thinking I would end up and how could I close that gap? And, you know, in a very short time, Tina got out of me that I have this corporate membership called the culture club, and that would be a way I could drive more revenue. And like, why am I not selling that? Um, partly because it, it was because I didn't have time, um, so I've come back with a focus on okay, how can I how can I promote that that membership more? But it made me realize that having a coach that I talk to more regularly would be super, super useful. And so I've put some things in place to start thinking about who could that be. Uh, and I've and I've joined another organization that's helping me with Getting real clarity around my business, and so I feel that's I've started on that journey to think about okay, how do I, how do I get that kind of that kind of support? So that was the first one, really around being able to sell my corporate membership more, having a strategy to do that, but also thinking actually I need more of more of this one-on-one support in my business. The second outcome uh, came through a conversation with Jamie Abbott. Hey, Jamie, who was one of the other participants um, at Palm Springs. And I don't know where it was. Maybe we were at dinner and she said to me, oh, I love LinkedIn. It's a fantastic tool. You know, I get quite a bit of corporate business through LinkedIn. I was like, what? (laughs) Tell me more about that. And she says, yeah, I send um, in-mail messages to people uh, about my what, what she does and she teaches people how to speak and she contacts CEOs and they often accept her requests and sign up to do work with her and I mean that doesn't sound that surprising but I have a real block around people contacting me on LinkedIn particularly when I was in corporate roles you get contacted all the time with people trying to sell you stuff and often they're trying to sell you stuff that you don't need. If, if they'd taken a quick look at your LinkedIn profile, they might have realized that, but they don't. So I've been on the receiving end of those kinds of messages, which are really unhelpful and I really hate it. So it had never entered my head to do it myself because if I hate it, why would I do that to other people? But the thing is, when Jamie was telling me about this, she just sends a little personal message. It's actually really nice. She researches the people that she wants to contact. Um, so when I came back, I thought, I'm going to try this. And so I drafted a personal message that which told the person I was contacting a bit about me, um, but also that I'd moved to Auckland recently and it would be just great to have extra connections. And I think I sent out about, 18 or 20 messages and people do respond Um, and I think it's through just being genuine and personal uh, and I've already got some meetings out of doing that Um, I've sent out uh, like a mini proposal to one of those so we'll see how that goes but that was such a learning for me around well I had a block about LinkedIn and Maybe I could just try it and see what happens. And remembering that the worst that can happen is if you send someone a message on LinkedIn or a connection request, the worst that can happen is that they ignore it and that's okay. Okay. The third learning related to the session that we did on podcasts and that if you go on someone else's podcast you need to have something you can give that other podcast where people can contact you. So creating a page um, on your website that people can go directly to and you can have something that you give them that is useful. And in return, they give you your email address. So that's called a lead magnet and you can have all your other podcasts on there that you've been on. And I thought that was such a great idea so that, you know, you're maximizing the exposure you get by being on someone's podcast, by bringing them back to your website and giving them something useful. So hopefully they'll remember you. So I haven't done this yet. I've been frantic, but that is something I want to do so that when I go on on podcasts, yeah, I've got a link that people can go to. So such a good learning. Um, and that came out of Christine's session that she ran. Uh, the fourth was, and I guess this came from a couple of the sessions. It was Jen Bauer's session and also Courtney's session um, about clarifying my brand message. And I'm doing some more work on that right now about thinking about, all, well, I guess, narrowing the focus of the work that I do. And then once I have that, really being able to change some of the wording on my website to reflect that. So that was number four. I'm working on it. Not done yet, but it's in progress. And number five was about reviewing and updating my website with my new brand photos. So if you've been seeing me on LinkedIn, you might have noticed I've got some very fresh and bright photos. That was one of the things I was able to do while I was in Palm Springs. Uh, Claire Miles, who is an incredible brand photographer, and a member of her empire builder came along and did photo shoots for a number of women who were there, including me. And um, I'm really, really happy with the photos. I think they really represent who I am and the image I want to put out to the world. So I need to update my website though, and put those photos up there. Uh, Yeah. So They were the the top five things I achieved from attending Her Empire Builder Retreat in Palm Springs. So they were about promoting my corporate membership and potentially getting a business coach, using LinkedIn as a tool to contact people and build business. For my podcast or for me, when I'm on other people's podcasts, creating a page where people can go and learn more about you and download something that's really useful. Number four was uh, getting really crisp and clear on my brand message, and then updating the website. And number five was being able to put my brand photos on the website so it looks really fresh and clean. So I hope that was I hope that was useful. Um, I do. I love going to events where you can meet different people and be inspired by different ideas. But I also like that you have to come away with something because your time is super valuable. Um, If you're attending these things, it means you're not working in your business or working in your job. So you need to be able to bring back something from that and be really clear about what those things are and what you're going to do as a result. So if you have any feedback, Um, I'd love to hear that or if you'd like to know more about any of the things I talked about, uh, please get in contact. My contact details are in the podcast notes. And we'll be back next week with an incredible guest.